Hello. Can you hear me okay? You sound very Skypey. Can you increase your volume by chance? You ready? Ready. Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew Nimi. How are you doing? Doing okay. I'm sitting here in a hotel room. Uh, we were talking over, what, Skype? Can't, can't actually see each other. And you're in Las Vegas. I'm in California. Do you miss me? Always. Uh, that it always is neither a yes or no answer. So I don't know. Is it, is it affirmative? What do you mean it's neither a yes or no answer? Yeah. Always means yes. I, I always miss you when we're not together. Always. You could, it could mean always <laughs> I don't miss you. Say, see? It's oh, really? not affirmative. Oh, well, yes, I miss you. Wow. Even though uh, I think we're, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but slightly more productive when we are apart. That's not to say that I still don't miss you when we are apart. Now I'm starting to doubt it. Why is that? Because you said... That we're more productive? No, not the more productive thing. I don't know. It, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> you just have your doubts? I have my doubts. Uh-oh. Oh, I wanted to share with you. I met Chris and Christine at the Aria the other day. Uh, they wanted some favorable apparel, and they're from Canada. So we try and uh, deliver international packages when we can, and they were so lovely. So you uh, brought them some. In, so you brought them some favorable apparel. I did. That's nice. I didn't know that you did that. Went and went and gave a uh, delivery, a hand delivery. Uh, only for international customers because I know the shipping can be a lot, and there's just no way for our little operation to get past the sh those shipping costs at the moment hopefully one day we will be able to when we have you know or are selling a lot more volume and so that was really nice it's nice to you know put some names to faces faces to names faces yep. to the names because uh, yep. chris and christine christine has writes the funniest emails and they're a really fun couple so i just wanted to give them a shout out on the podcast and say thank you for supporting Favorable Apparel. Well, thanks, guys. Shout out to Canada, our neighbors to the north. Uh, how's your week been in California? It's been interesting. Um, there's been some ups and downs. In, in regards to poker, it's all been downs. Well, I guess... All been downs? I thought No, I shouldn't you, say that. Yeah, you so min cashed in a tournament. That's awesome. Yeah, I was... Uh, my short-term memory was overpowering my slightly... Less short-term memory. Because, yeah, we cashed in a tournament. We went to the Hollywood Park Casino and cashed in a tournament over their one-year anniversary event. So that was awesome. And then played another tournament the next day and bricked that. Then made, made my way over to the Bicycle Casino for Live at the Bike. Played two sessions of that and uh, ran about as bad as you can and did not win any money as a result. Yeah, that's poker. But it was cool because like, I got to meet uh, some people that I hadn't met before. Um, some of the guys that work on the Live at the Bike show that I had messaged but never met before. And I got to meet Jamie Staples. Who... I know. You've been fanboying over Jamie Staples for years. <laughs> Have I? Yeah, pretty much. Jamie Staples and the Run It Up guy. What's his name? Jason Somerville. There we go. Yeah. Andrew's chief. Online poker stream. My favorite online poker streamers. Yeah. I yeah, guess. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, J Jamie's always uh, seemed like such a nice dude and sure enough is equally or even nicer in person and cool to meet him and get to get to know him a little bit, chat with him and do some things for poker with him. That part was fun. So that's pretty sweet. Up. 
And so did he tell you anything about his uh, big prop bet? Yeah. Okay. We were talking we were talking about it a bunch. Is he on the way to winning? I think he is. Things are looking things are looking promising. Did we did we go over this yet on the podcast? No, I don't think we've ever spoken about this prop bet. So give us a quick Okay. summary. Okay, quick summary is Jamie Staples and his little brother had one year to get within one pound of each other. And they have to be they have to be within that pound on the exact date of the one year mark. So they can't just like cross cross weights uh, like three months earlier or something like that. So Jamie started at 304 pounds. His little brother started at 135 pounds. And uh, Jamie has lost a bunch of weight, something like 75 pounds, something like that. I'm not exactly sure. And little brother is up to like 175 pounds. Whoa, that's and, amazing. Uh, they're just they're just cruising. So the weight is coming off of Jamie. Uh, and so I was asking him about that and he says, I was asking him if he uh, feels notably different these days, and he said, yeah, a lot. feels a lot better. Um, but he also, he said, one thing that was interesting is that he's, you know, he's at a caloric deficit every day. So he doesn't quite have um, the energy that he might otherwise and if he wasn't on such an intense diet. so Did he but, say whether that has affected his poker playing or not? Yeah, I think it's kind of like... Uh, basically that along the same lines so like he is he feels better overall so like he's performing better i think mentally feeling good but also like same 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 sort of situation like he doesn't quite have the energy that he would like to have just because of not eating as much food playing longer sessions is more difficult but like how he plays is pretty much the same you think? i think so i think okay. he's probably seen probably thinking uh much clearer um i would imagine being healthier and getting healthier probably uh you know all works together and thinking thinking uh clearly but yeah probably like you said probably trying not to uh play super long sessions if if possible unless he's just you know deep in a tournament or something that's pretty sweet go jamie they put up three thousand dollars they each put up 1500 him and his little brother against bill perkins uh 150,000. so whoa so it's 50 to 1 3k versus 150k oh my gosh that's amazing I saw you had uh, your stream with Joe Ingram and uh, he was going to think up some prop bets for you to probably do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we'll see if he uh, remembers or comes up with anything. But yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. Do you think could do you think you can put on 40 pounds like Jamie's brother? I guess it's possible. I really wouldn't think I would like to. Why not? You don't want to put uh... on 40 pounds of muscle? I don't know about 40. I could go for like maybe 20. I mean, little brother started at 135, but he's a little bit shorter. So there's that. But uh, yeah, so I probably weigh like 150 to 155. I don't know if I'd want to put on 40 pounds. That sounds like a lot. It sounds very difficult. But for $150,000, I think you can do a lot. Yeah, of course. If someone, if I was getting that kind of odds, I mean, I guess I would have to get after it and start eating. Well, I think you better hit up Bill Perkins and see if he wants to do a prop bet with you. What do you do? You think you could put on forty pounds? No, I don't think I would be able to live with myself. <laughs> but I mean, like Joe Ingram was saying, right? You want to do prop bets that leave you better off. So right. I don't see what the benefit for me would be to put on forty pounds. 
even if it was for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, I I don't see what the point of that would be, really. So good luck to Jamie and Matt on the challenge. It's pretty cool that Bill Perkins can uh, put up those odds to encourage yep. somebody to be better off. That's awesome. Yeah, it seems like uh, what Bill Perkins just does in his spare time is uh, improves people's lives in various ways and encourages them to uh, do these various things and take trips and whatever. Enjoy themselves, enjoy life. Oh, so it's Halloween this weekend. Do you have a costume? I uh, I do not have a costume. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to get one because I do enjoy me some Halloween and Halloween candy. So, yeah, but you don't have a costume. It's what day is it? Thursday? Are you going to have one by Saturday? It's looking unlikely. <laughs> no, it's not Saturday. What is it? Next Saturday? No, it's the 28th this weekend. It's Halloween. What do you it's, mean the 28th? I what isn't Halloween the last weekend of the month? It's Halloween is the 31st. Okay, which means Halloween is on Tuesday. Yeah. So, but nobody's going out on Tuesday night. Every all the Halloween parties are on Saturday. Is that true? For most of the population, yes. Hmm. <laughs> Halloween's not like a national holiday where they get the next day off from work as well. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I mean, if you do get a Halloween costume, maybe just maybe you can make it onto the poker news stream. Uh, you know, they have like that social feed. I've never seen you on there. How come? I don't know what this is. You're gonna have to tell me about it. So if you go on the poker news uh, website. They have like all the stories, right, of all the poker tournaments around the world and whatever is like trending in poker that week. But then they also have the poker news social feed. So they showed like Jason Mercier's new baby and, uh, you know, like just poker people doing pokery things. No, no <laughs> doing non-pokery things. Oh, okay. um, so I thought I was wondering, you better hit up on Chardonnay and ask her if you can make it on the Poker News uh, social feed. Auntie Chardonnay, I will be reaching out to you to see if I can get on the social <laughs> feed with all my social activities. I know, but maybe it's because you don't have very sociable photos, do you think? Well, maybe I don't have much time for a social life these days. So you think Jason Mercier has time for sociable things? You mean he's just had a baby, but he's still on the feed? Well, his wife had a baby and he's, you know... But what was he doing on the feed? He was just holding the baby. Well, that's not very social. Yeah, but he made it on the feed. So I think you need to hit up on Chardonnay and ask her about uh, getting on that feed. <laughs> it's Auntie Chardonnay, by the way, is oh. Sarah Herring. Nobody's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> I uh, think most people in the poker world know who the, the Twitter handle Auntie Chardonnay is. I don't know about that. But I don't think you care whether you're on the feed or not, do you? I do care now, now that you challenged me to get on it. <laughs> I know, I was just going to try and make you feel left out, and that's why I brought it up, so that you could feel a little left out. And you Yeah, know. Thanks, thanks for reminding me that I do nothing <laughs> but uh, play poker and make videos, and my social <laughs> and life is and not worth... do anything sociable. Yeah, pretty much. We did go out last night for a little bit. We went, we went to a arcade bar. In downtown Los Angeles, and that was pretty fun. Oh, tell me more. Uh, it was me, Brad Owen, Matt Vaughn, and Ramsey. Okay. This guy, this guy Ramsey, is a uh, regular on Live at the Blake. And yeah, we went to, I can't remember the name of it, um, but I did take a photo of it and post 
from my Instagram page, but it was a, pic- a picture from the parking lot of like some street art. So that probably won't be on the uh, Poker News feed either. But uh, <laughs> I think they want bodies in the. So you're yeah, you know. So you better put your some bodies in your Instagram photos, and then maybe you'll make it onto the Poker News social feed. I did uh, crush somebody in Street Fighter Two, a random uh, also bar goer. Oh really? So yeah. is it all old games or new games? Is it all the old a, games? I think it's a mix, but thankfully they had Street Fighter 2 because I dominate Street Fighter 2. I know. I think you beat me in that when we had the arcade game thing downtown and you thought you were so cool, but it's not that cool when I've never played those video games before. It's not cool to you because you're not good at it. <laughs> no, but if you've had no practice, like how can you be good at it? I'm um, just supposed to be naturally good at it. Well, I mean, your life just isn't that good if you're not that good at it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But there was like uh, a group of guys that were, you know, battling each other in Street Fighter 2 at the bar. And then I was like asking if I could get, get in there and get next. You got to put your little quarter up on the on the rail, you know, to signify whose turn it is. So once I got up there, just trash this guy. And then he just peace out, left the bar. <laughs> no. I mean, it was closing time, but he left immediately. <laughs> oh, so now the truth comes out. It was actually closing time. He wasn't like afraid of you. He didn't even say bye or good game or anything. He just <laughs> immediately left. <laughs> Felt pretty good. Not going to lie. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, do not. What is the word I'm looking for? Challenge me in Street Fighter 2. Don't challenge Andrew in Street Fighter 2. Oh, you bring it on. Bring it on. Lose. Apparently. I, I accept all challenges. Okay. So shall we move on to the listener question? Let's do it. Okay, so we have some relationship questions from Halston about playing poker. So he wants to eventually quit his job, become a pro poker player. Uh, So he's married with two kiddos and is laying the groundwork to transition to playing poker full time. And Halston's question is, what is the best way to be supportive to a poker player? What do you think? What do you think would be would help me be more supportive to you as a poker? Player? Uh, you could get a uh, you could become a doctor and make a lot of money, <laughs> or a lawyer. Okay, so go back to school, become a doctor or a lawyer, so that I can make a lot of money and then and support well, me. How would that? So, do you think that would like ease your uh, anxiety about poker? It would depend on how big of an allowance you would be giving me. Oh, so not only do I... Ha- oh, I thought I was just like taking care of the household stuff. So I still well, need that to too. give you an but allowance. I still need spending money for fun. But then what... Okay, so what is your poker bankroll for? Also for fun. <laughs> okay, there you go, Halston's wife. Go and <laughs> go back to school, become a lawyer or a doctor <laughs> or... Uh, anything, an accountant, anything that's going to pay you a lot of money. And yep. then that's how you can be supportive to. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. <laughs> okay. So I think that one of the most supportive things that you've done is you've kept like such a level head uh, through the swings, particularly the down swings, obviously. And a lot of times when I'm feeling pretty crappy about losing and, uh, you know, questioning my, questioning my skill set. You've always uh, been 
really, you know, even keeled about telling me that it's not going to, it doesn't last. And, you know, the long term is the most important picture and things turn around, et cetera. And you remind me to not uh, get too angry towards anybody or myself. So that's been pretty huge because not only do you just kind of understand uh, variance, it seems, but you, you know, are supportive of like my, uh, the work that I've put in and that the, the fact that that will translate to, to positive results in the end. And you've also uh, never had any issues with like what, what sort of schedule I'm keeping. So if like the game is really good and I'm there in like the middle of the night and I come home in the morning, it's never been like, I don't think you should be doing this and keeping these hours and this, this is no way to live your life or something like that, you know? <laughs> That's never even crossed my mind. But well, okay, it's, crossed, maybe... it's crossed mine. <laughs> okay, maybe I should have thought of that to say, shouldn't be keeping these hours. This is no way to live your life. So just like knowing that you are okay and you are loved when you go back home, I think is what you're saying, right? Uh, yeah, all the above, like obviously loved, but also like, you know, uh, I understand that poker can suck sometimes, but I also understand that you're going to power through it and I have faith in you. Well, I hope that's helpful, Helston, with regards to that. I, I, I think it's for me, it's difficult to sort of think through how I support Andrew. I think I guess one way would be to like to give him space. And that's really difficult for me sometimes because I want to be like in conversation and doing stuff as soon as like he wakes up or whatever the case is. But I have to remind myself that, you know, the schedule is different. Like I get up super early in the morning and he might not get up till much later. So uh, just reminding myself of that. So yeah, you are pretty bad about that. I know it's really difficult <laughs> though, but you're bad about me traveling. I'm bad about you traveling? Yeah. How do you figure that? Because uh, you always say, like, don't go and come home and stuff like that. Well, that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? As soon uh, as you, like, close the door, I'm, like, having a dance party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just what you're supposed to say. Be like, don't go, come home, stay with me. Yeah, but you, you mean it. I can tell. I must be very good at my pretending then <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> okay another question we had was he'd like suggestions on what to tell like his mom would like suggestions on what to tell her friends about eventually becoming a poker player or you know playing poker because a lot of people don't understand the poker world right what would your mom tell her friends about what you're doing and my thing is that don't tell them anything I mean, if they ask, then you uh, talk about how proud of your son you are for being adventurous and trying something new and considering doing something different. All the good things about stepping outside of your comfort zone and not so much about the poker. Because if somebody doesn't understand poker, you can't make them understand in a 10 or 15 minute conversation. It's a huge paradigm shift for some people to go, oh, uh, you go to work and you can lose $1,000 or $3,000 at work. That doesn't seem like work. It seems like just gambling. So I would move the conversation away from poker and move the conversation towards the courage it takes to start 
afresh when you're 30 or 40 with two kids and a wife and how proud of you she is for that and talk about her experience with poker and just say you know I don't understand but I know that I've done a good enough job and I trust him and he's probably going to be okay so you don't have to sort of feign understanding of the poker world and all the ups and downs that you might go through if you don't just say you know going to be a very exciting journey and I look forward to you know being there and supporting him what are your thoughts what a lovely what a lovely mother you're you're going to make someday (laughs) what a lovely that's very sweet baby very very supportive mother of her son her her very gambling addictive son just kidding Uh, yeah, I think you said it well. I don't know what else to add to that, really. I don't know if she's worried about like them being judgmental or whatever. And if that's the case, they can go F themselves, basically. But if they just don't really quite understand it, um, and, like how to get them to understand like how it's even possible, I'd probably just try and like use the words uh, like investing. And it's very similar to investing and like risk risk management sort of a thing. When you have portfolio of stocks or whatever, it goes up and down. And just because it goes down some days doesn't mean it's not going to go up in the long run. And that's sort of uh, how poker works. You know, you you study the game, you build your skill set. And even though you don't always win every day, you have an edge over other players that uh, haven't put in the work that you have. And uh, it's a competition. It's pretty similar to like a professional golfer, you know, who's out there um, battling the other players and using applying their skill set and hoping that their skill set comes through over the long run. You know, you don't know what it's going to be, uh, but you you obviously expect that if you put in the work, then the outcome will be, you know, uh, to your advantage or your liking. I was going to say favorable, but so last question is, I mean, there's a, a couple of questions, but we could be, you know, we could talk about these forever. He says, um, besides communication and making time for each other, how do you keep a re- relationship where one party is a poker player healthy and growing? I think you, you actively the relationship questions, mister. <laughs> well, I mean, those are like the two the, the two that uh, were given as an example are, you know, for sure, like the most important things. Communication yeah, I is think those massive. Are your, those are your crutch, your safe space. That's why he was like, besides these two, uh, what else? I, see. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that you need to actively take interest in what the other person is, um, you know, sort of working towards and what your role is in that and how you can be supportive in that. So like a big part of our relationship, um, like a big positive to our relationship is that you genuinely care about what I'm doing with my life and that really strengthens our relationship. I think, I mean, I think it like creates this uh, sort of bond that we have that you are genuinely interested in like genuinely caring about what I'm doing with my life and what I'm working towards and like what my interests are and all that stuff. And I think that works both ways. He should be also, you know, it's obviously not all about poker. So he should be making sure that he's actively checking in on her and like what she's uh you know what she's working towards and how he fits into that role and supporting her does that make sense yeah for sure at sometimes too because um there's the ups and downs of poker you can lose yourself in that right like yeah. analyzing the hands that you played 
over and over again or studying or, you know, seeking to improve so much so that you check out of your relationship and you're like, when you're home, you're just, you know, working on Mm -hmm. improving your game. Um, And my thought was also, yes, you should focus on both, both parts should be growing and pursuing whatever they want to be. Um, And so that, when you do come together, there's like this fresh energy or an excitement about life and about growth and about what you're both looking to accomplish. And something else that I think is very good and very important, like Gary Chapman's five love languages. Like when mm-hmm. you know how you, how you receive love, then it's easier for your partner to then show you those ways right yep like mine obviously is quality time Uh, that's the highest one right there's all the other ones like uh physical touch or gifts or whatever the case is but for me like if somebody is sitting down with me looking me in the eye and listening to every word i'm saying very attentively then that's when i feel most loved um, I don't care if you buy me a Hermes handbag or not, because that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, it's nice. I would accept it and say thank you very much. Hint, hint, Andrew. But um, choosing to hang out with me over something else is yep. how I feel that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, yours is like uh, physical touch and mm-hmm. cuddling and... Mm-hmm being petted and stroking your face and hair and et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's not but, what they thought you were going to say. <laughs> but yeah, that's how Andrew feels loved. Uh, so if you see him at the poker room, just give him a nice pet on the head and he'll feel loved. Um, I don't know. That's probably not the best suggestion to put out to the masses. Be, but, um, but what's it, what is it called? The uh, five languages of love. Yeah, it's Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. If you just Google Gary Chapman, um, there's a free quiz that helps you determine it. I mean, there's like books and seminars, etc. If you, uh, if that sort of floats your boat, Uh, but just like learning that because I knew it, but I didn't know probably how to communicate what it was that I really wanted as love or how I viewed like receiving love. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's really important. And like I've suggested this to my friends a couple of times. Oh, you have. Well, I think that's the only quiz Andrew's ever taken that I've sent him. And so I don't remember actually taking the quiz. I just I just know just like from reading no, the five. You took the quiz. Did I? Yes. OK. And you're like, yes, I knew it. I mean, you know, <laughs> but you just don't know how to communicate it to the other person that this is a thing like a love language is a thing you just like oh i like to cuddle right but that doesn't really mean you know like gary chapman is just put it in a framework which i think a lot more people understand so you can sort of talk about it i do love me some cuddles (laughs) so that is it halston and hopefully that was helpful and we do we, we would like to hear more in the moment relationship questions. Is that the right term? Yeah, so, sure. you know, like if you've had a tiff about something in, in particular or you're struggling yeah. with a, an, a particular issue. Yes. Then 
write to us at tells at andrewnemi.com. Uh, yeah, and that's all I have. I think uh, next week we'll go through and read more listener questions. And if you have any topics that you would like us to tackle on tells, then write to us at tells at andrewnemi.com. And thank you for subscribing to the podcast and writing reviews. I read all of them uh, on the website and on iTunes and on Stitcher. And I am that's awesome. So thank you. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having us on your podcast, listeners. Until next time. Bye. Bye.